Hello, and welcome to The Daily Buzz. I'm your host, Stephanie Russell. The Utah House Rules Committee unanimously voted to restrict media access to lawmakers on the House floor on Monday. If passed in the full House, the resolution, HR2, will require members of the credentialed press to seek approval from the House Speaker or their designee before talking with lawmakers on the floor. The rule is nearly identical to one passed earlier by the Utah Senate during the legislature's general session this year. Salt Lake Tribune opinion page editor George Pyle talks with managing editor Grant Burningham about the media restriction on the Capitol. With us now to talk about the rule change at the House with its new restriction on journalists is opinion editor for the Salt Lake Tribune, George Pyle. George, thanks so much for talking to us. Thank you. George, why should any Utah care that the rules just change for journalists? Well, it's hard enough to cover this legislative session. It's it's all crammed into 45 days uh, by the Constitution, so there's not a lot to give in that. There's uh, a lot that happens in a short amount of time, and trying to get to individual legislators, members of the House, members of the Senate, and ask them, why did you propose this bill? Why did you vote for or against this amendment? What's the idea? Who who benefits? Who pays? And to get to some individuals and ask them those questions is difficult. And uh, from those who do it, I am told that one of the best ways to do it is when the House or Senate breaks up from what they call floor time, uh, where they are actually all there together debating and voting on bills. Uh, When that breaks up, they're all, most of them are all right there, all where you can find them. That's the best time to approach a member of the House or the Senate and ask some questions about the process. How did this legislation come about? Why do you think it's a good idea or a bad idea? What happens next? And what they have done now with these rule changes is make it much more difficult for the working press to, to get onto the floor of, of either chamber and ask those questions. George, was there a specific incident that happened or some reason why legislators are pointing to needing to make this rule change now? If there is, they haven't been able to tell anybody about it. I mean, I can understand if there was somebody out there who was you know, standing in the way, making, making a real obnoxious pest of themselves, doing anything that truly interfered with the business uh, of the House or the Senate, then they would have some reason to say, we, we can't go on like this. We need to make a change. But none of that has happened. Uh, they, aren't, they aren't even arguing that. Uh, they seem only to think that uh, that might happen in the future. And by so doing, it really just seems like they don't want us to watch what they're doing. Who should be making the rules at the Capitol about who gets to be in the Capitol or who gets to hear things at the Capitol, in your opinion? Well, I, I think it's inevitable that the legislature will make those rules. What we're looking at now, I think, is an idea that even some of the lawmakers seem to think might have some merit, which is to create the kind of press corps, the kind of uh, uh, correspondence uh, association that you find, say, at the U.S. Capitol and the the White House, where in consultation with the uh, managers of the building, the press corps gets together and and establishes a set of rules, uh, uh, issues credentials for journalists, uh, and uh, is in a position to to suspend or revoke those credentials in case anybody uh, violates the rules. But violation of the rules really should be limited to something that disrupts the process. I mean, we we shouldn't be allowed, no one should be allowed to disrupt the legislative process. They they have their debates, they have their votes. Uh, 
no one is arguing that the press should be allowed to stop somebody in mid-debate and challenge them or ask them a question. That's that's their time. They they do what they're supposed to do. They're doing the people's business and they shouldn't be interrupted. All right, George Pyle, thank you so much for talking to us. Thank you. Next, Alexel Cabrera discusses her reporting on the Utah Department of Transportation's plan for a new intersection on the west side and how it will affect the community there. Yash Warnicki helped build the Baptist Bible Church in Taylorsville when he was a young boy. Under that roof and within those walls, he grew up and became a pastor himself. Now the church, with all those recollections, stands in the way of a road project and has to relocate after 43 years of its foundation. The Utah Department of Transportation plans to raise the building and dozens of homes to construct a freeway-style intersection of Bangor Highway in 4700 South along the border of Taylorsville and West Valley City. The project is set to open in 2025 to ease congestion in the area. Now the church is trying to decide its next move in a tough real estate market. This is Alexel Cabrera. I cover Westside communities for the Soul Lake Tribune. You can read the rest of this story and Alexel's reporting on sltrib.com. Utah health officials reported nearly 900 new COVID-19 cases over the weekend and three more pandemic-induced deaths. Salt Lake County Health Director Angela Dunn recommended Monday that Utahns in the county wear a mask when entering a business that may require or recommend a mask, and when inside or in a crowd, to help protect friends or family with an underlying health condition. Utah has opened its first liquor store designed to let customers order alcohol online and pick it up on site, if the legislature decides to fund the pilot program. Tiffany Klassen, the ABC's executive director, said she was cautiously optimistic the funds, around $3.2 million, would be granted. If so, the ABC would likely launch the service next summer. That's it for today. If you haven't already, please subscribe and let your friends know about The Daily Buzz. We're on all your favorite podcast apps. Have a tip for the newsroom or want to reach out to The Daily Buzz? Send us an email at thedailybuzz at sltrib.com. I'd like to thank the Tribune Sage Miller for editing the Daily Buzz and local band the Pelicans for her music. <laughs> <laughs>